Welcome back to the Orange Boy Inquiry. Uh, when we announced this topic, uh, which is the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, we had so many uh, different companies and ad sponsorship possibilities reach out to us. A couple were Kitchen Mittens, uh, Fight Milk, and Wolf Cola. But there was one that stood out above the rest, and I think it's a cause I want to get behind. Um, and I think this is our first time getting a little political on the show. But we oh. wanted to officially endorse Dennis Reynolds for public office. Okay, um, yeah. I do have an ad. Yeah, and, I, uh, I agree. Right here. I was sent this letter I was supposed to read. Um, let's just see if I can... Whoa. Um, yeah. <clears throat> let's see if I can get through this hello fellow american this you should vote dennis he leave power good thank you thank thank you uh if you vote dennis he's hot uh, taxes they'll be lower son the democratic vote for dennis is right thing to do philadelphia so do <laughs> Vote Dennis so, Reynolds. Uh, Vote Dennis Reynolds. If this, yeah, if that speaks to that's you. That's something uh, I can get in the behind. Philadelphia area. <laughs> I, then, I get behind it. And it's for um, Comptroller, right? City Comptroller, I believe. That's that's right. It's for Comptroller. <laughs> okay. I'm sure he'll do great at that. Yep. So show some support. Welcome back to the Orange Boy Inquiry, everybody. We are excited to be back uh, one week after our last episode, which Ooh. is new for us. Wow. <laughs> this is the third strange. week in a row. This is the third week in a row. Oh, oh that's right. Because we got Man. last week and the week before. Loki and, and Shang-Chi. Oh my gosh, are we back? We're, I we're think back. we're back. I'm excited. <gasps> my back. Uh, my back. My leg. My back. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm very, very excited to see you both. Um, if you are new to this show, uh, which I cannot imagine you are, <laughs> uh, we are three boys who love the color orange, and we are posted in different universities throughout the whole state of Utah, and so we are coming to you live via Zoom. And not live, but yeah. on a recording. As it is a podcast. <laughs> As it is a podcast. Um, hey, actually, podcasts ev- exist, though. Every time you listen to one of our episodes, we are live. So as soon as you click play, we have to start it over yeah. again. Yep. We've, yet to, so we've yet to record a, a podcast not live. Yeah. So, if so you it's you difficult to engineer. Please stop skipping around. <laughs> it makes it very difficult to keep track of where we're at. And when you're listening at 4 a.m., we all have to get up and get dressed. It's annoying. It's annoying. It's oh, very, it's... it's frustrating. So hopefully you listen to this exactly when we want you to, uh, right when we right release it now. publicly. Which is Sunday at 325. Yeah, which is right now because you're listening to it live. Yeah. So congratulations. You chose a great time. You did it. You per- Perfect. <laughs> You synced perfectly with our schedules. Yes. Um, Yeah, well, enough of that. (laughs) Uh, We'd like to start our episodes out with two two kind of segments. One where we just talk about things we've watched recently. We're kind of keeping keeping tabs of, of, yeah, what entertainment we're consuming. And then we like to jump into the news. So let's start with what we've been watching and then we'll then we'll go from there. Uh, last night I watched a movie, uh, called the sleepover. It's a Netflix original. It's not good, but it's got, it's got Joe Manganiello in it. Um, and it also has that guy from Brooklyn nine, nine, the, the dumb commander that comes in and he's just like barely even a human cause he's so oblivious. Oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he is in it, and there were certain times... I watched it with a room of people that fell asleep. We finished the movie <laughs> at 3 o'clock, and I was the only person that stayed awake for the whole thing. There were certain moments, only with his character, where I was like, 
like hurting my body trying not to laugh out loud and wake everybody else up. <laughs> um, okay. Because That's he funny. was hilarious, but the movie was bad. Oh. Gotcha. Okay. We love those ones. Yeah, it was like I would watch it again, honestly. Do you do you two feel like uh, an outstanding pressure to stay awake? Yes. A full movie? It's yes. very oh, yeah. difficult for me to fall asleep in a movie. I I, just, I refuse to fall asleep in a movie. I just can't yeah. do it. Even if it's horrible and it's late um, i'll still I, watch it yeah i try there's one time i was just absolutely exhausted um and it's one of the few times i've actually fallen asleep during a movie but it was during inception my first watch no Your first watch <laughs> but it was like i only fell asleep for like a couple minutes uh-huh. right because i remember at the end there's the dream upon dream or like they keep going into all the layers yeah uh-huh. right and it sets them all up. And then I fell asleep after they were all set up. And then I woke up as they were falling out of everything. <laughs> oh, dang. So it seriously probably was just like a couple minutes. Yeah. But like, it was, I mean, I missed some good stuff. But still, it yeah. was kind of a cool <laughs> experience. Yeah. That's a good movie to sleep in, I guess. Because it makes you feel, <laughs> yeah. it's immersive. Yeah. It's immersive. <laughs> Anything else you've been up to, Niall? Um... No. Just lots oh, of well, I've been yeah, I've I've been watching Sunny again um and I've been I'm still watching. I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast yet, but the the Critical Role Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Oh. Um I'm almost done with campaign 2 of that. Nice. It's Ooh. it's been a long time in the works. The episodes are so long. Yeah, they are. Oh, Just yeah. wait until the finale. It's like I know, seven isn't hours. it like seven hours long? Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my gosh. So um, yeah, I'm just kind of cruising through that, and I'm I, as much as I love watching it, I feel like once it's done, I'm just gonna feel free, yeah. <laughs> and like be able to watch other stuff again. So yeah, it's it's much different when you're watching week to week versus when you're watching yeah, when just you're like catching you're up. in basically in debt. Yeah, exactly. That's how episodes. it feels. It's like, oh man, I've just got to crank it out. <laughs> so, hopefully, you'll be caught up. They haven't really announced anything about campaign three yet. I've heard rumors that they're supposed to announce announce campaign three within the next month. Okay, I really, I'm excited. Yeah, and then I that need... show is coming out soon too, right? The animated series for the for campaign on one. It's coming soon. I don't think there's a date yet. No. So, but they but they've they, got like music down for it. I think it's like nice. nearing fully animated, but I'm not entirely sure what their progress is. Yeah. COVID that really kind of screwed it up. Yeah, but they they keep releasing like updates on it, which all of them are super cool and interesting, like showing us a little bit about what the music sounds like or how who the you get to meet like the director of it, the uh, composer of this the score and yeah. all that stuff and so that's really cool you get to see kind of yeah. how it's... these sort of animated shows are made <laughs> and for awesome. the for the listeners this is a podcast where um a bunch of voice actors play dungeons and dragons but they're like they're like pretty well established voice actors in both kind of like the anime community and video games are kind of where most of them are centered um, but also, like, one of them was the voice of Flash in Injustice and, like, just kind of things like that, you know? Um, and the the DM, Matt Mercer, is just kind of this master storyteller. And so you get to watch all of these people that are very in character playing the game, and it's like they're basically crafting this very complicated and interesting story together as you watch it. And it's it's fascinating. It's a fun watch for sure. Yeah. So I'm pumped. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited to see the how they animate it, and it's just gonna be very unique. Yeah, never been done before. Uh, Lucas, what about you, buddy? What have you been watching? So this past weekend, uh, Friday night, my friends and I went up to this abandoned slaughterhouse near Price, and <laughs> we set up some sleeping mattresses and sleeping bags and watched Sinister nice oh um, boy yeah it was fun it was awesome that had, was my had you first seen time. sinister before Mm-mm. nope i knew nothing about it except that ethan hawk was in it and that scott derrickson had directed it that's what i knew going into it too <laughs> so i enjoyed it a lot actually it was really cool um it was not actually that scary like the no it, it, it was cool like i like it it's a cool movie 
but the atmosphere and everything like, it, was, it was more fun than anything like i wasn't yeah. like, that that spooked it was just right. kind of I a fun time those are always like the best movie experiences like there you see all the time people will be watching jaws in a swimming pool oh yeah, yeah or yeah. like i went up uh the canyon in the woods and we watched a horror movie. I was really trying to get them to watch Blair Witch. I just thought that'd be interesting. That would be it's not that would be spooky amazing. in the woods for sure. You know, it'd be kind of fun. I don't like that movie, but it would be fun to watch in the woods. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna next time we go up, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that happens. But yeah, they yeah we had like a whole projector and sound like uh, speakers and stuff. So it was it was all set up really well. Like a huge portable battery. It was awesome. Nice. Um, other than that, I've just been rewatching some It's Always Sunny. Um, I also caught up on season three of What We Do in the Shadows. I don't know if either of you guys have watched that TV show. I watched the, the first episode and it did not sell me on it. Oh, really? It yeah. is so funny. If you stick with it, there are some great, great jokes. Gotcha. <laughs> um, it's it's awesome. The characters are wonderful and it just it maintains a lot of that similar energy from the movie. Just a longer format. Um, I've also been catching up on Brooklyn Nine-Nine because that show just ended last week. I've just right. got a couple more episodes until I'm all done with that. And yeah. it's a bummer, but it was good while it lasted. Yeah, I mean, it was great. I don't think it really took a dip in quality. So, Yeah, this new season is much different. Uh, it's like super, super politically charged. That's what I've heard. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. But it's still pretty funny. Like, it's it's still enjoyable to watch, if that's not cool. your thing. Cool. Anything else? Some good. It's been a good week for you. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, mine, I watched Infinity War last night. Nice. Just, nice. You know, every once in a while, you just gotta. You gotta. Oh, yeah. And so I'll, I'll probably be watching Endgame soon. I was gonna say, uh, you guys like Endgame, right? I love Endgame. Love oh, yeah, me too. I was talking to these kids the other day. They're like, oh, I hate Endgame. I'm just like, what? They're, how do you hate Endgame? They're, they're like, just, oh, I loved Infinity War, but I hate Endgame. I'm just like, get out of here. They're you just... The, I'm I in, like Infinity War better, but yeah, I yeah. love Endgame. Well, yeah, I'm yeah. in a couple of online uh, Marvel meme groups, and yeah. there, there's very much a hive mind against Endgame. I don't get um, it. How? Where it's just like... I, I think it comes from... The, there's a certain community of people on the internet that are just kind of like time travel bad. Oh. And it's like <laughs> any movie where there's time travel is bad because the science doesn't make sense. And yeah, I'm like, shut up. Guys, there is a man who has turned into a giant green monster because of gamma radiation, <laughs> yeah. and you're upset because the time travel science doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, I just... I just feel like it's such a contradiction for people to be upset about the, the physics of time travel not making sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And See, so, the thing, yeah, I, I think I, it's dumb when people are mad at it. And a lot of people hate that movie because of that. And I think it's stupid. Well, and, like, yeah. going forward, you can't, like, time travel and just, like, all that type of stuff is such a huge part of Phase 4. Yeah. So far, and it will continue to be, I'm sure. <laughs> so you so better you got to get over get it. To it. Or... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, the thing... I used to be like, kind of like, oh man, I hate it when they, before Endgame and whatever else, I was like, I hate when they introduce time travel into stuff because it just convolutes it. But then I realized literally every sci-fi thing that I like has time travel in some regard. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, I just got to get over it. Like, whatever. You just kind of have to suspend your disbelief even further because yeah, whatever. It's just all fun. Like, you can't just get, you can't get wrapped up in that type of stuff. Because right. then it's always like, well, uh, why did they let that happen? Because they could have just gone back in time and uh, saved it from the, doing that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, whatever. Just yeah, let, let over... stories occur. and Yeah. Overall, they explained it pretty well. Yeah, I yeah they so. did. I like, I, I like the timeline idea where you can't, like, if you don't put it back to the way it was, then there's, like, the branches. Yeah, I, yeah and we got more of that. Yeah. So. And yeah. what I liked was, well, one of the things I do uh, – like about the anti time travel defense is when they're explaining time travel and they bring up like hot tub time machine that Don Cheadle was in. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's only a matter of time before they get so many actors from Hollywood into their movies and try to make, yeah. Uh, yeah, Or like when Tony Stark calls, um, Thor Lebowski and Jeff Bridges was the big Lebowski. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And he was also in Iron Man one. And it's just kind of like, Hey, you guys are 
playing a dangerous <laughs> game here with these yeah. references. And yeah, yeah. like Spider-Man always referencing Star Wars and Alien and Nick Fury is in all three prequels. Oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think right. about that. And Nick Fury was a huge part of Far From Home. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Man, there's a lot. Yeah, so anyway, no, that's, that's kind of something up. something to think about. But that stuff does not ruin anything for me. No, like, I, I don't other care. people yeah. hear that and they're like, This movie is bad and I'm like, Stop being stupid. Like stop yeah, being exactly. an annoying person. Yeah. Um, I think I'll just add real quick the other things I've been watching. Um, Bojack Horseman. Oh, uh, right. that's kind cool. of like a go-to show for me. Um, yeah, I, I did watch a little bit of Always Sunny, but the one that's really been standing out to me and that I've kind of really, really enjoyed is um, Only Murders in the Building. Oh, I've heard about that. I've never even heard of this. No. So this is a Hulu original starring Martin Short, Steve Martin, and Selena Gomez. No way. <laughs> all three of them are just very avid true crime fans of like true crime podcasts okay um and then when a crime actually happens in their building they decide to write a podcast about it because it's not all that it seems cool and so everything from like the score is like just very simple piano stuff Mm. like a true crime podcast would um their acting is amazing and their (laughs) characters are just very interesting you don't know exactly what the whole deal is with all of them and it really is just a great watch. Also, yeah. three great, great actors. Yeah. Um, so I actually am remembering now. My my family was talking about this show. Yeah. So there, it's the first three was released all at the same time, and now they're just doing week by week. Gotcha. Releases. So I'm not sure how the story ends, but I'm very excited to find out. <laughs> I also don't know if I mentioned this last week because I don't know if I had started yet. But I'm watching Death Note with my roommate. Yeah, yeah, you said that. Okay, about that. cool. Then never no, mind. That that's the exciting. farther we get into it, the more I just remember how absolutely perfect that show is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Awesome. Well, cool. Well, that will... I'm excited to just keep track of what everybody's watching. Yeah, and, now uh, that we're actually keeping up to date on it week to week. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, keep let's, let's keep each other updated. Yeah. But I think if the time is right... I think we might be jumping into the news. News, 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 There's a soundbite from Always Sunny that we might start cutting in in the future. But for this week, Jared and I will just do it. That's the gang buys a house. The gang buys a house, yeah. Yeah. Frank comes in and he's like, hey guys, I got some Oh, yeah, that's what it is. And they all just start chanting. I'm trying to figure out how to tie the house thing and the baby thing together. Yeah, the house idea and the baby idea. As if having a baby is just like one of their schemes. What? Like an idea? Here's my piece of news. Um, right now there is a whole lot of contention in the, in the Marvel fan base, um, against the Dune movie that is coming out because the director of Dune, uh, Dennis Villeneuve, um, said that Marvel movies are copy paste. Um, basically just like remakes of themselves. Fair enough. And, fair and enough. <laughs> people, people are coming after, they're like, uh, hey dude, you are making a remake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, they're, they're all super mad at him and blah, See, blah, blah. Is... There's a lot. And so a bunch of people are going on Letterboxd and leaving terrible reviews of I hate Dune, that. Oh, it's so annoying. No, which boo. is, which is annoying. But I know that Dune got like a seven minute standing ovation at one of the film festivals that it premiered at. Yeah. And so, so don't pay attention to oh, the man. letterbox reviews. Kate, see, you know what pisses me off more than any of that is that Dune is already out in Europe. It's just actively showing a full Seriously? Like, six weeks in front of the States. Yeah. It's so far in advance. Wow. Like I had a, I had a friend of mine from Italy text me and he's like, yeah, bro, I just saw Dune. It's so good. I'm like, Oh, are you kidding me? Like, you can just go and see it in theaters? It's, oh, it's so aggravating, because I am so excited for that movie. I gotta crack and down it, on that book. I need to finish the book. 
Yeah. I was going to ask. Well, you don't need to finish it because it's not about the whole book, the first part. Is it not about the whole huh? book? No, so they're planning on splitting it into two parts. So I just need to read half the book. You just need to read half the book. I don't know exactly where. Yeah, but I'm already halfway through the book, and I feel like there's a lot in the trailer that I don't know about. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if it's exactly half, but I know it's getting cut into two parts. Okay, interesting. I didn't know that. The first part, so if you want a sequel to this movie, basically you have to see it in theaters, because the second part is not made yet. It is only going to be made if the first part does well at the box office. Which I hope it does, but I don't think it will, unfortunately. <laughs> Just because no. Blade Runner 2049, similar kind of idea. There's a lot of hardcore fans for it. Great movie, but it didn't do very well at the box office. But I feel like this one's getting promoted way harder than Blade yeah. Runner Yeah, plus this one has, I mean, obviously... I hope I'm right. Like, I, I hope so bad we get enough. It gets enough money to get a sequel because, seriously, this is the, my most look forward to movie since... I heard it was existing, like yeah. uh, since I heard it was coming out. And I've the more I read into it, like with Denny, he's like, <laughs> I I made Arrival and Blade Runner first. Like I've always wanted to make Dune ever since I was a kid, and I made the other ones first because I wanted to get a, a little bit of um, an understanding and like experience in the sci-fi genre before taking on Dune, the one that I knew I couldn't mess up, and the one that I knew I didn't want to mess up because I wanted to make it so badly. That's cool. So I'm, I'm that just I'm getting more and more excited. But to his point, like the whole reason we got on this little tangent, while he's technically not incorrect, the point he's missing is that most of the time people don't really care that much about the actual plot of a Marvel movie. It's the characters that are way more interesting. Yeah. So it's like yes, technically there are a lot of like the villains are just the same person but with a different color scheme, but yeah. basically the same powers. Doppelganger um, villains. It's just more about, like, just the heart and the characters and just kind of their arcs more than just the plot. Because a lot of the plots are very similar, especially with the Origin movies. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway. No, that's fair. Uh, that was Niles' news? That was my mm-hmm. news. Okay. Lucas, you got anything for me? Uh, yes, this is, a, this is more for me than it is for anyone listening. Yeah. Well. They all know I, already. I am, I am happy yeah, to they, oblige. They are all way more informed than I am. Um, so the new Hawkeye TV show got a trailer oh, this week. Oh, yeah, it did. And it was very fun, like a Christmas specialty type thing. It looks like it's going to be completely based around Christmas. Which Hallmark Marvel. I'm yeah, into basically. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is awesome. And I'm very much looking forward to it. But the interesting thing about it all is Vincent D'Onofrio, who you might know from oh, King yeah. King in the Daredevil TV show, has been rumored to appear in this show. And oh. he has been going around and liking people's tweets who have been like, I'm so excited to see Kingpin in this. Like, I can't wait for Kingpin to show up. And he's just been liking their tweets. This, he could just totally be trolling people. But, um, <laughs> that's so strange. Uh, yeah, the rumor is he and Daredevil are both going to show up in that show, which would be oh, sweet. Not like, not until like the later port, like the last third of the sure. show. Sure, but that's fine. Um, that would be. He's sick. gonna be in it, but then he's not gonna be. It's gonna be some joke like Evan Peters. He's oh, just gonna I hope be... so bad. It's I, not that. I, 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 I don't think it will be just because they've kind of already been in the MCU. Yeah, and because Matt Murdock is so heavily rumored to show up in Spider Man. Right at this point, did you? So there was an interview <laughs> this week with Matt uh, Charlie Cox, the guy who played Daredevil, and yeah, and like, the guy in Stardust. Yeah, and the yeah, guy in and, Stardust. And the guy the in, in The Theory of Everything. The the guy that Stephen Hawking's wife has an affair with. You know the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know. you know him. You know Charlie Cox. Charlie, Charlie Cox. Cox. Charlie Cox. <laughs> anyway, he's in some Peacock original trash, I think, this week or something. And so he was... Well, there goes that sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, Charlie Cox agent was about to ring us up. I'm like, oh, how dare you call us trash? Well, I'm not calling Charlie Cox trash. I'm calling Peacock's existence garbage. Right. Sorry, um, keep going. But so, don't you want to watch a... Frogger exclusively on Peacock? Oh, yeah, of course. Sorry, how could I forget? I saw that. My mistake. Um, and so he was, like, talking, just what about, uh, promoting his thing, and they were like, oh, hey, there's a lot of rumors that you're showing up in Spider-Man. And he's like, yeah, well, uh, we don't, like, I, yeah. and he just, like, gets super flustered. He doesn't really respond very well. And then he's like, no, 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 I'm not in it. And then also it's, there was a an alleged. It's like when you uh, accuse someone who's obviously a fascist. Yeah, in Secret Hitler. Hitler, yeah. And they're like, I, yeah. No, I, well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. not. I'm, I'm just uh, not. 
Yeah, you're exactly. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. And then, sure, yeah. Uh, Andrew sure. Garfield. I don't know if you guys saw this interview. It was actually pretty funny. He was on Jimmy Fallon. Um, not that Jimmy Fallon is funny either, but. <laughs> 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 um, he was on it promoting one of his new movies that came out. Andrew Garfield has a movie that just came out. Oh, Andrew and... Garfield. You mean the guy that was in the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus? Yeah, that Oh, one. the guy that in guy. Silence. The oh, guy in Silence. Okay. Opposite Main Liam Neeson. in Silence. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. The he's Social also, Network. He's the also social the Social ne- Network. Yes. Hacksaw social Ridge. Network oh, that yeah. That one movie that Niall sent us the trailer for that none of us watched. Yeah, that none of us saw about the I social don't... media yeah, I don't influencer. Yeah, Something. I don't uh, know. Apparently oh, that bad. Andrew Garfield. That Andrew Garfield. Yes, okay, gotcha. Okay. Ex-boyfriend okay. of Emma Stone. Okay. Also. There oh. it is. There it yeah. is. It's, all, it's coming back to me now. Yeah. Okay. So there was a leaked <laughs> image, quote-unquote, of him on set in Spider-Man, and it looks pretty dang legit because it's HD and it always could be fake. But anyway, he's on Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon's like, hey... Is this real? And he's like, ha, 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 oh, you know how people are. No, no, it's Photoshop. And again, very unconvincing. At this point, everyone is like, come on. We know these people yeah, are in this movie. just say it. Just, like, let us, like, see them. Like, all you're doing, if, the, if I, I feel like they are going to at some point, like, say, hey, look. Like, they're going to have, like, just one shot at the end of the trailer. Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland. But up until that point, they're they're just like so yeah. stringent about everything. Yeah. But at this point, like if they aren't in it, people are gonna be. There so, will be so, riots. So, so. There will <laughs> be riots. <laughs> yeah. There will be blood in the street. Because the expectation up. is just so high. The rivers, yeah. the starways, will be bla- bathed in the blood of Kevin Feige. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, good. And yeah, that's uh. Oh, the other thing is that this week Star Wars Visions starts this Wednesday. Yes, oh. that is the Star Wars anime for those of I'm you who are so oh. excited. I did not even know that was a thing. Oh, Jared, no. you need to see the trailer. It's very. It I'll send cool. you the trailer after this. It's yeah, amazing. Please. See, this is why we need to do this. This is the only reason I do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Uh, well, we are like a half hour yeah, in. Yeah, half hour in. Let's get to the topic. We, yeah, let's get to the topic. That's how we roll. Um, would one of you guys... Here's the thing. is, It's Always Sunny is one of, I think, all of our favorite shows for yeah. some reason or another. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has such an interesting origin story. It, it has an interesting like cast or place in like TV as a whole, if someone wants to yeah. kind of just tell us a little bit about the show. I'll do it. Nile should. So, Nile um, knows the most. Yeah, I, I uh, have been into this show for a very long time. I started watching it um, in uh, sophomore year of high school and have basically just had it on repeat since then. Yeah. Um, and I've learned a whole lot about it. Um, the origin of it was that Rob McElhenney was... Uh, like doing like bussing tables in Los Angeles trying to get into the entertainment industry and he was friends with um with Glenn Howerton and Charlie Day the, the these are like the core three people of the of the group and they used to like make a bunch of videos together um one of the things that they made was like a fake where are they now um for like child actors because they realized <laughs> that um Rob McElhenney looks a lot like, uh, uh, what's, what's the kid's name that was in the sixth sense? Oh, uh, Haley oh. Joel Osment. H- Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> they realized yeah. that he looked like an older version of him. So they made like a fake video like that and they just loved making these scripts. Anyway, they, they came up with a script for a pilot episode, um, where one of the characters gets cancer and they filmed it for $200. $200 was basically just to buy basic lighting equipment and a camera and like one microphone that they just kind of set in the room while they filmed. And they took it around to studios and they showed it to FX and the FX executives just loved it. And so they ordered a season. And the first season looks like it's filmed just like on a on a Nokia. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> it's it, such it, a low quality. It's very image. low quality. <laughs> but, but it's just brilliant. And like oh, all of the so comedy good. is super funny. Um, in season two, they the execs were like, "Hey, we need to bring in like a bigger actor 
because the show is failing and we weren't getting the ratings that we wanted. And so they brought in um, Danny, uh, DeVito. Danny DeVito to play the father of Dennis and Dee. Um, and when, once his character was in, at first all of them were like super sketched out and like kind of trepidatious. Like, I don't really, I feel like it'll ruin the dynamic, but they just had such a good time with each other that mm-hmm. Danny DeVito basically cleared his schedule and was like, yeah, I'm doing this. And, and <laughs> yeah. they, they just, at, from there it kind of took off and they, they tackle all sorts of topics. It's very much kind of a social criticism type show. All of the characters are basically just the worst people in the world. Um, and every episode is about them either trying to get rich or famous or, um, you know, in or, or in a relationship or yeah. one up each other or something like that. And it's it's fun because in just about every episode, they pair off into different pairings of of the group and all of the characters work so well with all of the other characters that any interaction is bound to be entertaining. And you just watch them basically justify their horrible actions in a way that, like, you kind of get it, <laughs> but but you still recognize how terrible of people they are, and it's just hilarious. Yeah, they never they never learn their lesson. No, that's like the big thing. They oh, never yeah. change. They yeah. never change as, as people. Even when and, even when they think they they're like, oh hey, look, this character has changed. Give it a couple episodes, or like. <laughs> Uh, uh, the gap between a season and then it's like no they didn't actually yeah. we we yeah. fooled and, you and there was another thing like Rob McElhenney realized that in a lot of shows the cast progressively gets more attractive as it goes and so he decided <laughs> for one of these seasons I'm just gonna gain 70 pounds <laughs> and yeah. so he he wanted the whole cast to do it and they all said no and so he just, he just that did it. So I know, that all of them would have. but but he just puts on all of this weight, and the the whole season they're just criticizing him so hard. And then next season he just comes back looking normal, and like kind of nobody nobody mentions it. And yeah. then later on he comes in just shredded, just looking amazing. <laughs> Like and, he's about to go for a Marvel movie. Like, yeah, so and, good. And like, he, it is absurd. And he shows it off to the group, and they're all just like, "We don't care. Like, why are you showing this?" To us? <laughs> they're like, "Why?" And, and he's so, like, well, I, "I thought we could like use this for something." Yeah, we could like, like use it as part of the plan. And they're like, "We no. this does nothing for us." <laughs> and so they, it's it's very funny how they basically just. It, it really shows that the characters only see the bad in other people yeah. or the way that other people can benefit them. And it's just, it's funny. They do a lot of stuff like that, and it's always great. Yeah, I think that's very um, exemplified in that first pilot they, they recorded. Because like he said, someone gets cancer, but the other person is just like trying to get out of that trying conversation to get out of as that. quickly as possible <laughs> yeah. the, the, so it's not like i'm there for you like you're you know yeah the, the an the antithesis of friends well and in the in the original pilot when they had um uh what's her name Ka- katie caitlin olsen caitlin olsen yeah when they have her read for it they re- had her read for the person who was being told that the other person had cancer and at that point they they redid this and they had it be um they were picking up a basketball from the apartment of the person who has <laughs> yeah. cancer. But in the original, it was very more basic borrowing a cup of sugar. And, mm-hmm. um, she's like, yeah, well, if you need to talk, the, the audition tape is on YouTube. She's like, yeah, if you need to, you know, talk or anything, I'm always here for you. And he's like, okay, yeah, well, you know, it all started when I was feeling like kind of woozy in the head. And she's like, oh, you, you, you meant now? Like I, you want to talk like about I'm, I'm halfway through baking this cake and I just needed the sugar. And so she's just so much more concerned with what's going on in her life than, 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 <laughs> than him. And they're all just so selfish. And it's, it's even something that dramatic just doesn't phase them at all. All it is is an inconvenience for them to, and yeah. makes them yeah. feel more uncomfortable. It's hilarious. Well, awesome. Okay. So that's the that's, show. No, thank you for for recap, like laying that out. No problem. I think uh, if that sounds interesting to you, check it out. We're going to start talking about uh, just our favorite everything about this show. So, oh, yeah. 
Um, since I am hosting uh, this episode, allow me to give my question first. Wow. Segway king. <laughs> Segway king. <laughs> Dude, I've stopped trying. I don't care anymore. Well, it's because <laughs> I did the best ones last week. That's true. I can't. I can't compete. Yeah, he anymore. did have some pretty good ones last week. Um, <laughs> so good. There is a lot. Obviously, this is one of the this is one of the longest running TV shows uh, out there. Like, how, how many seasons? What season are we? Uh, on right they're now? filming season fifteen right now. It's the longest oh running gosh. live action comedy. Amazing. And it will go until season eighteen at least. Yeah, that's how many. <laughs> that's, that's how many incredible. seasons they've been renewed for currently. Yeah. And so, yeah, with, with all of that, like, with so much content, it's it would be impossible not to have amazing running jokes or gags throughout those seasons to kind of hold them all together. Um, as well as, like, a running gag and jo- or joke can, you know, it's like a payoff for the audience, mm-hmm. a little throwback, a little bit of a um, nod to just the loyal fans. And so, obviously, we've seen it all, or for the most part, all of it. I, I think I'm a season or two behind, but uh, I was just going to ask you guys, what is your favorite of the running jokes or gags in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? All right, I'll go. Yeah. This is probably one that one of you might have, um, <clears throat> but it is Charlie's illiteracy. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. knew that you were going to say that, so yeah. I picked something else. <laughs> I had four. I had four because I was like, there's... They're for sure going to say that. I want to hear all of yours, Jared, when it comes. And to I, I just, okay, I just yeah. knew I need, I wanted to go first because yeah, I figured someone else would want to say it. But basically, the one of the main characters, Charlie, it's funny watching it from the very beginning of the show and as it progresses onward because he's not really initially established as yeah. an illiterate. He's just kind of like the sillier guy. Yeah, he's kind of sillier. But then it kind of evolves to further and further to the point where he can't even read at all or write. (laughs) And there's an episode where he, like, writes the script for a musical, and it's all in symbols and stars. The lyrics of the song for Nightmare The lyrics of the song, yeah, exactly. Just eyes drawn on the page. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, what do you not understand? I thought she translated this for me. Um, So that gets them into all sorts of trouble because he is just constantly in situations where reading or writing would be extremely beneficial, like we all are in our day-to-day lives. Um, (laughs) And he just never is able to learn how to read or write, and he's just continually unable to form even sometimes basic sentences. (laughs) It's just so funny. There um, is an episode called Flowers for Charlie, based on the popular book Flowers for Algernon, where he, he is accepted yeah. into a into a oh, uh, yeah. a yeah. study to for a medication that can improve your intelligence. That episode was written by the writers of the of Game of Thrones. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. They um they <laughs> like the show and they were like, Yeah, we want to write an episode and so they wrote Flowers for Charlie. Which is, is like one really of the episode, best too. Charlie episodes. It's the one where he says, yeah. he's talking to the waitress, and she's like, "What are you? What are you doing?" And he's he goes, "You know, I was just glancing at War and Peace, and you know, I must say, I agree with Shakespeare when it comes to brevity, and it's just like <laughs> it means absolutely nothing." <laughs> but he's convinced himself that he's intelligent. It's yeah. so good. No, that's that's a fantastic one. And the that kind of script I read at the beginning is taken directly from an episode where Dennis runs for office. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And uh Charlie writes this script for him to read and he's just like <laughs> How am I supposed to read this? He's like, just t- just read exactly just read what I put what down. I wrote. It's good. Okay, you want me to read? What <laughs> you want you wrote? me to read it? Okay, okay, I'll read it. You want, me, you want me to read it? The Democratic vote for Dennis is right thing to do Philadelphia. So do <laughs> this. This you should vote me. <laughs> and there is a blooper of that scene with like a different version of that script that I think yeah. is even funnier. That I I feel bad that that's not the final version, but. It's so amazing. The bloopers oh, for the show, by the way, quick shout out. Oh, so, so yeah. funny. So, so good. great. Um, all right, Charlie's illiteracy. My answer, That's... because I wanted to say Charlie's illiteracy. Um, we all did. But we all I've, to say I've got two. So <laughs> is it okay if I say both of them, Jared? Of course. Sure, no, all you right. won't say. Even I, if you yeah, say two true. other ones, I'll um, have a third. So or a the fourth. first one is 
them calling D a bird. <laughs> um, yeah. it, this is this is maybe one of just like the meanest jokes of the oh, show, yeah. and it's it's comes from nowhere. Like they just start doing this, where there's one female character in the cast, like in the in the core cast, and she's hilarious. She's so funny, and all of them just just hate her and ignore her, and they're so mean to her, and they always call her a bird, and. That's the entire and joke. That's the joke. Is yeah. that they just, they call her a bird. But multiple times a season, there's an episode where they're trying to remember what happened on a Halloween, at a Halloween party where they all got drunk. And every retelling of the story, it's like flashbacks. She has like more feathers on her in, in these flashbacks until yeah, in one beak. scene, in, in one scene, it's just an ostrich comes into the room and it's so funny. And, and this is a joke that has been going on since the first season, them calling her a bird. And, yeah. and it's hilarious. Second thing is Rickety Cricket's evolution. Oh, um, yeah. That, yeah. Was there my, is, that was my second. There's a character named Cricket. He's a side character. And every season, the joke is, at first... <laughs> you say evolution, but yeah, it's more it's, a de-evolution. Yeah, it's a de for sure. Because he um, starts out as a priest, and he has his life together. But then um, D gets him to leave the clothes uh, to try <laughs> to be in a relationship with him. But then she turns on him. And so he's like, I have nothing left. You've ruined my life. Yeah. And um, every season he shows up in, for like the first three seasons, he's just in a worse place in life. Where like he's, mm -hmm. you know, going and collecting like food stamps. And then he's like at a homeless shelter. And then from there, every season he appears in, he has another physical wound on his body. Yeah. Um, to the point where in recent seasons, half of his hair is gone because he was in like a house fire and you can like barely understand what he's saying because his voice is gone because he, he had he's a garbage can. One eye. He had a garbage can thrown at him and it cuts him <laughs> on the neck. And so yeah. it, it ruins his voice. And it's just, it's the saddest thing because it's because these people just ruined his life. And they continue to just and they and make they it worse. they just use him and it he is such a funny character and his like his running joke of him just showing up and stuff and them still turning to him I think is hilarious. Those are both great. Um, <laughs> cricket. Oh man, I, I'm. I, I don't know. Some of the side characters gross me out too much. Yeah. <laughs> He's not even the worst of them, but... Well, and that but. neck, like, when they throw the trash can at his neck, it's Danny DeVito <laughs> as <laughs> they're, they're wrestling, and he throws yeah. a garbage can at him, and it, like, basically slits his throat. And yeah. all Danny and DeVito says... Everywhere. All Danny DeVito says, he's chewing on an apple, and he goes, did I get you, Cricket? Did I get you, Cricket? <laughs> did I get you? And he's sitting on the ground writhing as blood is just shooting out of his neck. Oh, it's, man. like, it's so messed up. These characters are so yeah. terrible. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so no, good. No, you guys said some good ones. Uh, I, my, my number one was... Charlie is illiterate, yeah. and I did have bullying D as one of them. Nice, yeah. just general um, bullying. General, just bullying, um, and then <gasps> Max sexuality. I put oh that on. Goodness. Yeah, that's a good one. so funny because Mac as a character is like a religious man's man, uh, <laughs> but he is just very much so closeted, um, <laughs> and it just slips out occasionally. And and, and yeah. everybody in the crew knows it. And they're all yeah. like very supportive of him, yeah. which is the yeah. like they're they're not like mean to him about the fact that he's he's gay. They're like, oh, like you're coming out, like congratulations, and yeah. then he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I just wanted to interject that really quick. No. That it's not like it's not like a disparaging like anti-gay type joke. No. It's just they're the inner conflict of, of the character is. Funny. Yeah, but but Mac is so very much like. No, uh-uh. No, I'm, yeah, not. No, I'm yeah. not. Are you kidding me? No, I'm I'm a man's man. Rock, flag, and eagle, right, Charlie? Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, but I'm going to go with my fourth one, Ooh. which is Charlie work. 
Oh, oh yeah. Man, that is a and good one. This one bashes this is, rats. <laughs> one of like <laughs> just Charlie work in general. Charlie again is this illiterate kind of like idiot in the in the group. Um and so he just gets all the worst jobs, whether it's bashing rats in the basement or cleaning out the toilets or whatever it is. But all the time they're like, no, I'm not doing that. That's Charlie work. (laughs) And it's just that idea that there's one guy who you can just force to do every (laughs) job that you don't want to do. And it's for like when they're, when they need to get into the sewers, they're like, no, that's Charlie work. And then they bring Charlie over and they're like, and he's like, oh, you got a sewer you need to get into. All right. And he's like, into it. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, what you got to do is you got to take all your clothes off and hold them up. Hold them up. Because the water's going to rush. (laughs) You you don't want to have wet clothes. That's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) You're wondering naked in the sewers <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> it's it's great uh so yeah yeah charlie work is gonna be the one I that's a good one. that's a good answer my dude <sighs> thank you thank you my dude um, but again all of them are fantastic and every good answer warrants a good question to follow it which is why i will now ask a question Segway king my question is we talked a little bit about cricket and if he's your answer, that's fine. But <laughs> this, this show has this insane lineup of recurring side characters that show up. Um, all from some that have even kind of like borderline been part of the crew and some of them that just kind of show up and the crew is terrible too. Um, but I want to know which of those side characters do you think is your favorite? Who's the best? Yeah, I'll I'll start off um, because I again I I when I've rewatched it, usually I'm just watching the ones that I think are the best, and I think the best ones typically don't have many side characters in it. Yeah. Um, but at least in my opinion, obviously, there's some very good ones, but the one that shows up all the time and is never like too involved, but is just very funny because of how much he plays against the party, uh, is the lawyer. Yeah, dude. Oh and yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know his name. If you guys know I, it. They just call him. I don't know. Lawyer. I don't know if he has a name. Yeah. Okay. But there's this lawyer that just shows up and he's always like, like an actual voice of reason. Like, no, you can't do that because the law is against you. <laughs> yeah. And they'll the try law. to like, They'll try to get out of it, but but he's just so out of their league and just <laughs> yeah. an actual like yeah. s- a guy with an actual education. And he gets so to the point where he's smart. just like he's just like abusing them because yeah. he knows yeah. he can. Well, anytime and when... he runs into them, he like makes a point to make their lives as bad as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, so I graduated from Harvard Law School. Because one another recurring uh, joke is that Charlie is an expert in bird law, <laughs> which is so obviously not stupid. real. Not a but thing. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you know, I'm more of an expert in bird law. And he's like, oh, really? See, I went to Harvard. Where did you go? Where did you, like, take the bar? And, like, he just, like, rails into him. And Charlie just becomes yeah. so turbulent. And just See, and Charlie, down. it seems that you have a tenuous grasp on the English language as a whole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just and then Charlie like, says, to which Charlie replies, filibuster. <laughs> he's like, In that same episode, Charlie, Charlie's like, this guy besmirched my name. I've got to duel him like the lawyers did in the day. And he goes up to try to, like, intimidate him. Yeah. <laughs> and he shows up and he's like, let's duel. And the lawyer's like, okay, yeah, let me grab my gun. Okay. Yeah. No, when, I, you know. when would you like to duel? And he just, yeah. like, like, totally like, accepts pen- the challenge. I'll pencil you in tomorrow for high noon. Yeah. And Charlie's like, well, I, well, maybe we shouldn't. Uh. Oh, it's so funny. I love how much he can just shut Charlie down. The it's lawyer so is so funny. awful, and I love it. So that's that's my answer. And then he actually does lose an eye as well. The the lawyer. The lawyer, yeah, gets his oh, eye yeah. clawed out by that oh, McPoyle bird. I remember. That's right, by the bird. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. Royal McPoyle, Royal I think Royal McPoyle. Uh, which, by the way, another fun fact. In that episode, um, Pappy McPoyle, the crazy old bearded man, played uh, by Guillermo del Toro. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's who that <laughs> is? Amazing. Yeah. I knew he looked familiar, but I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. That Straight Guillermo up del Guillermo del Toro is in <laughs> Always Sunny. Man, Amazing. that's wild. 
Lucas, what you got? Who's your favorite? All right. There are a lot of good ones, and I was debating saying Cricket because Cricket is awesome. I love watching him yeah. just turn mm-hmm. more and more decrepit. But I think the one I'm just going to go with, not necessarily my, necessarily my favorite, but just a really good one, is the old black man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. He's not even in it short, that much Short-lived of the show. side like, character, but one way season funny. or something. Yeah. So basically, this character originates in a show because... Mac and um, Dennis have to, or they don't have to, they make a bet with Frank, the Danny DeVito character, that they will live in the suburb for a month. And then if they can do it, then they will get their rent paid for for a year by Frank. And if they can't do it, then Mac and Dennis and Dee all have to sleep with an old black man. Just in their <laughs> in bed. In the same bed, in the same <laughs> yeah. bed for a year instead. <laughs> And so, and this that is like, isn't this one of the guys from like under the bridge or something? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's an old homeless. Guy. It's a whole gotcha. homeless man. And all he does is sleep at the house and then leaves. And he will just show up during that year, like during that season, because whenever they wake up or whatever, they stick with the joke. He's still there. He's still sleeping. So with them. funny. And there's one episode in particular called "The Gang Goes Black" or something like yes. that. Yes, yeah. that's what it's where called. They, so funny. Basically, the old guy has a dream of them, and they just, like, it, it's so funny. He He's not in it very much, but when he is in it, it's so hilarious, because he's just some old homeless man that has to sleep with them <laughs> for a year. Oh, it's so good. That's a good pick. That's not what that I had pick. even I considered. totally, totally <laughs> forgot about the old black man. Um, mine is another one of the people whose lives they just actively ruin. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Um, and it is the the waiter. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the male waiter. The male there are two waiter. characters. One of them is the waiter, and one of them is the waitress. The waitress is a mm. huge part of the, the story. Yes. The, the waiter is just this guy that works at a really nice restaurant that they go to, and every time they're there, they just make his job awful. Horrible. Um... <laughs> And there's a point where, like, they get him fired from this place, and then in the in the ladies' reboot episode, where they do mm-hmm. the, the Gang Beats Boggs ladies' reboot, he's the air hostess, or air host, I guess. How would you say that? Air host? Yeah. Mm. Okay, sure. cool. Um, it, it just sure. doesn't sound right, the but that's, host. like, that's cool. Um, he works on the airplane, and he's like, you guys... How do I keep running into you? And they're all like, I don't know who you are. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, they he's never like, remember him. You got me fired. You know, we run into each other all the time, and they're just like, this guy. We have no idea, and they just like, they never even remember people that uh, that they've ruined before, and it's yeah. just great. Uh, honorable mention to um, uh, Liam McPoyle. Yeah. Um, the McPoyles the, Mc, the are nasty. horrible, and I so hate them. Disgusting. But that guy makes that character just unbelievable <laughs> to the point that you're like, this is so ridiculous that it has to be based on someone real. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's how I feel every time I watch the McPoyles. Yeah, my my other the one that was my fallback was Jack Kelly. Oh, the, the, oh, the Uncle, Uncle Jack. Jack, Uncle Jack, yeah, I'm a is... lawyer. Yeah, and uncomfy. Mac, Mac and Charlie's moms are also hilarious. Yeah, yeah, they're good. Do you mind if you put your hands on top of my hands for this picture so that it looks like I have normal-sized hands? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then that same uh, bird, the Royal McPoyle episode, where he's, uh, he's he, wearing... He goes like this, and his huge hand goes flying across the room. He's wearing he's just gloves screams. that are hands <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to make his huge. hands look bigger. They're massive. <laughs> So bizarre, dude. <laughs> it's such a weird uh, I'm, I'll be honest. You guys are referencing some really, like, Deep obscure, yeah. <laughs> lesser-known episodes yeah. uh, oh, that yeah. even I can't quite remember. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess I'll just have to ask for you guys which wow. is your favorite lesser-known episode. Segway Wait, that... Kings, <laughs> plural? That question? Yeah, that's just, like, totally spur of the moment. I didn't have that's that written down before anything. Wow. No. I'm That's impressed. a great question, Lucas. That is so, a good yeah, question. What, what, what is your favorite lesser-known episode of It's Always Sunny? Because there are over like 125 episodes. There's almost yeah. 150. 
Yeah, there what are, are we? What are we going off? What's making it a lesser known? Lesser known, just being like not. I don't know. Like Nightman is the one. If, if Nightman heard of, if you've heard not. of, it's always sunny. You've probably heard of Dayman and the Nightman. Dayman and Nightman. And that's like the the episode that a lot of people um, watch. And honestly, it is one of the best episodes. It is hilarious. Yeah. Right. And I would say like so good. Reynolds versus Reynolds, the serial defense and the gang tries desperately to get an award. Like those ones are kind of on yeah. another level of popularity. But yeah. I think there are a lot That's of right. episodes where like when like you Charlie work as well, there, there are plenty of episodes Charlie even work. for me yeah. who I'm on like my sixth, seventh, eighth watch through of this and I'll get to an episode and I'll go, oh, I forgot about this. Yeah, and like yeah, those yeah. episodes mm-hmm. that kind of stay under the radar. Um, and this I know that listening back to this episode, I'm going to regret the the choice that I have just because there are mm-hmm. so many wonderful episodes of this show. But I just had to settle yeah. with one. And so I picked season three, episode eight, Frank Sets Sweet D on Fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think beginning to end, that episode is just so funny and genius. The beginning, it starts with Mac coming in and saying, I got interviewed on the news because there was an accident. And then they cut up they cut up his his interview. He talks about how he went off for like 15 minutes about how they should change all of the traffic lights to yellow and so yeah. that everybody's just cautious with intersections. But then they cut up his interview and there's like nothing there. So they decide to make their own news channel. And Frank is like, I'm going with them. I'm doing this thing. And Dee's like, I don't think that's a good idea. Every time you yeah. get involved, somebody gets hurt. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm just pounding around with the guys. How's anybody going to get hurt? And then the title card comes up. Frank sets Sweet D on fire. <laughs> Amazing. The whole episode is them basically just trying to craft situations that would be newsworthy. Um, and it just progressively gets worse and worse. And... There are certain moments in that, like, where um, Charlie doesn't have a tape in the camera because he duct taped a flashlight to the top of the camera. And he was like, well, I figured we would use the flashlight while we used it because I couldn't get the tape in because the duct tape was in the way. So we'd use the flashlight. And then when that ran out of battery, we would put the tape in. And they all get (laughs) so mad at him. And he, like, panics. And just like screams at them about how he he just screams. Oh, I forgot to put the tape in. I forgot to put the tape in. <laughs> just to like kind of criticize them for being mad at him about it, even though it's a totally yeah, yeah. justifiable thing to be thing. mad about. Yeah. And it's crazy. That whole episode is funny. So that's my pick. Yeah, that's a great pick. Um, and obviously I haven't seen that one since I've watched it probably the first time. So uh, funny. So maybe I'll check that one out next. Um, mine might be a little bit more well-known. I don't know, but it's still one of the best ones. And I looked at the IMDb list Lucas sent us yesterday or something like that. Um, and it's not even on the top 20. So right. I feel that pretty good. good. Or at least I think it's not on the top 20. Um, but that is The Gang Saves the Day. Yeah, and this, dude. this is a, a, one of the like a bottle episode where they are all in a convenience store. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a gas so station. funny! <laughs> and they just go there to get <laughs> get hot dogs, uh, but an armed robbery ends up taking place in the store, and you just get to see a little like flash forward of like what each of the gang members would do, uh, and it's it's one of the a good episode to introduce people I think to the show. Because you get to immediately see what each character is like. You get to see that Dennis is an absolute psychopath, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you get to see Mac thinking he's, like, a such a baddie, you know, taking on a bunch of ninjas and stuff like that. Uh, and it's, it's just all the best. Uh, Charlie gets a full-on up like intro animated (laughs) yeah it's animated um yeah it's 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 amazing uh and then in the end uh i'll just spoil it a little bit but in the end they just loot and run yeah they all just grab but they do not save the day like another one of the things that i love about that episode it goes along with the bullying d thing oh yeah in every single one of their flashbacks except for d's um, she D gets dies. killed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They they <laughs> sacrifice her to the robber so that they can get away or save the day or whatever. Yeah. And then yeah, in Dennis's doesn't everybody die? 
Well, Dennis gets shot in the head and goes to the hospital and oh, has to like yeah. rehabilitate. He, he recovers and, and falls got... in love with the nurse. Yep, and then the nurse gets hit by a bus or something. And so when she's rehabilitating, he just smothers her with a pillow. <laughs> it's horrible. So dark. Oh. <laughs> it's just so it perfectly exemplifies how horrible everybody is. So that's my that's my answer. Oh, jeez, nice. dude. Good answer. For me, it is season 10, episode 8, The oh, Game yeah, mine Goes was... on Family Fight. Oh, good. Oh, that was great. Great episode. This Sorry, doesn't mine represent was me, though. <laughs> season 9, episode 6. Okay. Easy okay. to remember because it's not 6 9. It's 9 6. 6. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I love that but, episode because the first time I ever watched it, so basically it's like Family Feud. And they all go on as a family, even though they're not technically a family. And when they, they introduce themselves to the family that they're fighting against, they're like, yeah, so, like, they're actually not my children, even though... So he's like, he... One of the characters, Mac, is like, he raised them, but he didn't sire them. He may have sired him, and I'm just kind of coming along. I, I'm kind of adopted by him. And it's like, actually, like, we... I brought my bucket of blood, if you guys could, like, yeah, DNA the, sample the that. blood bucket. To see, to see if I'm actually his child. And they're just like... <laughs> and the host is just like, uh... Like, what are you even saying? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, and the host for that episode is, like, basically, like, a Steve Harvey-esque, but it's a... Um, Key from Key and Peele. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so... so Basically, when I first watched this episode, I didn't fully understand that in the actual shows, like Family Feud, they survey people and that's how they get their answers. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're asking the questions and it is, the first question they ask is, what is an animal that we eat that doesn't eat us? And they all have like kind of weird answers, but the best one, when it gets to Charlie, he says dragon. <laughs> and the first time I heard that, I absolutely died. I laughed so hard. I was like, dragon? Like, what? We eat dragons, but they don't eat us? Like, And then and he justifies it in a way yeah, that Yeah, he justifies it. Like, well, he's dragons like, well, actually not eat us. gold. Like, that's the common misconception. It's a yeah. meal for kings it's and royalties. <laughs> and then, when the answer turns out to be dragon, I just... Absolutely there's, lost. There's my shit. one survey that says dragon. Yeah, and I didn't realize that like it it was based on a survey. So I was just like, that is just the <laughs> best thing ever that someone said dragon. <laughs> and that was just an answer that they had. <laughs> and then of yeah. course, yeah, the episode progresses, and it's just so funny. He just keeps getting these answers correct that are just like what what one of the questions is what do you groom. And he answered a bride. Or what do you use to groom yourself? Like comb and brush. And he, he answered a bride again. Bride and groom. Going back to the Charlie's illiteracy and just incapability, incapabilities with the English language in general. Um, that would that that Jeez. is just such a funny episode. Another that, one that's just pretty self-contained, but yeah. wonderful. Yeah. That episode Absolutely. also has one of my favorite Charlie jokes in it. Um, where he, they're backstage in the green room, and he goes, he's like, what's this enticing bowl of white? Oh, like, yeah. uh, that's cottage cheese, Charlie. How do you know, not know what cottage cheese is? I thought you were like a cheese guy. And he goes, yeah, well, I'm not a cottage guy. Yeah. He's like, so what, they made this in a cottage or something? Like, we stole some man's cheese from his cottage? It's so funny. Oh goodness! Yeah, just that line. This enticing bowl of white. <laughs> so good. I thought you were a cheese guy, not a cottage guy. That's great. Oh man. Well, yeah, we've got three questions up, three questions down, and we actually, surprise, surprise, had a fan question this uh, week. Speed round, we're, maybe. We yeah, really are back. It. Yes, we are. We are pushing our time. So. The, the question comes from Sierra Law, and it is, which of the five core characters adds the most to the show? And so I just want to oh. hear your answers very quickly, uh, and then maybe like just a one sentence of what they add to the show. Um, I would say Charlie, because that episode where they like go without Charlie or have to go without him, the game completely just fails. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just... He's kind of like the illiterate grungus glue that somehow keeps them going. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Um, for me, the answer is Mac. And I think right. it's because even though he is, you know, such an... They're all so stupid, but I think that he <laughs> tends to be the the most genuine voice of reason most of the time. Uh-huh. Dennis, Dennis <laughs> yeah. behaves like the voice of uh-huh. reason, but is an absolute psychopath. Yeah. yeah. And yes. Mac doesn't behave like the voice of reason, but I feel like is the most like a normal person. And so he yeah. kind of lets you see the group from a real person's perspective while making you feel like a crazy person because you can relate to him. <laughs> no, I think that's like, great. Um, I'm going to say Frank, actually. <laughs> uh, Danny DeVito, when he was added to the cast, that, I feel like that's really when the show really connected. The group finally felt whole. Um, Frank got to fund all of the big schemes and projects because he's loaded, and so yeah, that's think, that's a big part of that. I realize his money, yeah. like, yeah, he facilitates a lot of what they're able to do, like just from a story perspective. And so, I mean, Charlie's probably my favorite character, but I think Frank really adds a lot when when he joined the cast. Yeah. He added a ton to the show. I agree, but for sure. You could, you could make an argument about all five. You could. I like. You could make... I almost said D, and I almost said Dennis because both yeah. of them are so funny too. At every rewatch of the show, I change my mind on who I think the funniest character in the show is because yeah. they're all so. It's rare that you get an ensemble show like this where every character is equally as funny. I don't know. Have you seen Friends? <laughs> Shut your mouth. Oh, I think that's how we can end the show. Yeah. <laughs> yes, just us laughing. Um, About how but, bad friends is. Yes, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Please go watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and please do not watch Friends <laughs> uh, <laughs> while you are out and about this week. If you have a chance, go ahead and cast your vote for Dennis Reynolds for. Uh, what was it City again? Comptroller. Com- yeah, City Comptroller. Comptroller. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we love you all, and we will, of course, see you next week. <laughs>